Osiris. Welcome back, everyone, to the Great Beyond. Happy 420. Happy night one of fish. Uh, We're recording this on Saturday, so none of that is happening today today, but it is happening today. Yeah, we get into these things with time, time, time warps and and conundrums, so, and paradoxes, so yeah. Great Beyond. A, B, C, D, B, C, B, D. I think that's got a big box of some CBD. Oh, nice. Must be um, nice, dude. Yep. As the union leader, getting all of our CBD. It's about time. It. I gotta. I should go. I Empty to, threats. I'm gonna need to run to check my mail. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited. It's like Christmas Day over here. I'm down, Bruce. Get some tincture. Oh, I can't wait. We might edit that out. We might not. Um, but we've been doing a lot of stuff lately. Um, some educational field trips for the Great Beyond. Checking out other bands, Joey. What have you seen this week? Yeah, the news is light, so all we could talk about is past shows. Um, Our lives. On Wednesday, on Wednesday, I went to see uh, Buddy's band play, and they happened to be opening for Munya. It was my first time seeing them at Mercury Lounge. Uh, that was Sick. a tight show. They yeah, that's cool. Munya slays. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, they got a new lineup, apparently. Uh, I don't know exactly which pieces got subbed out or whatever, but it was, I did not expect to stay for the whole thing because it was a Wednesday night, and turns out. You know, I'll cheer for one more set at the end of the show. Um, but sure. yeah, Bruce and I each caught Eggie on different nights, uh, opening for yes. Motet. Dude, that band, I know we talk about them a lot, but holy shit, dude. They, every time I see them, it's just the best show they've ever played in my eyes. So, well, and opening sets are hard when you, you know, Eggie, you have right? it, you know, yeah, yeah. Eggie, yeah. Okay, I yeah, mean, <laughs> I, oh, I just wanted to clarify, <laughs> now, you know, the Motet. So, look, I haven't seen the Motet in a long time, and like it's kind of they've always been one of these bands I would just see like once every four to five years or something, but now they don't have a um, a singer. Um, mm-hmm. their singer left Lyle, I believe his name was something, Lyle so. Davinsky. Yeah, so it's now just well, that boy can sing. (laughs) No, it's just kind of like funk jams and stuff. But you know, I I thought it was I thought it was good. You know, I thought it was fine, and um, they sounded good at FTC. Eggy, of course, like get back to your point. I had a great opening set. You know, it was pretty much full in there before they finished. Um, and you know, they just have been playing so well recently. I think every time I've seen them since November. Um, they have crushed and that Mercury speaking of Mercury Lounge, uh, which is just a, such a cool little venue in New York. Um, but they played <laughs> one of the best shows I've seen in the last year and a half easily at Mercury Lounge um, oh, yeah. recently. Um, so, yeah, they're on a, they're on a tear. I mean, they're just all great musicians. They all work very hard. You know, they live together. They practice all of the time um, and they're just doing their thing out there as much as possible. They're they. I think they deserve more headlining shows. You know, we'll get some in the fall, 
from yeah, but them, you could but, tell uh, these bands they're touring with, like they're pulling from them. Like they became a totally different band. I feel like at least after touring with Spafford for a little bit, like they got dark in their jams. They were lengthening their songs. Again, I haven't seen Eggie for too, too long. So I don't know, maybe they've always been doing that. It's just the shows I went to that I noticed the difference. But dude, no, and- I mean, it's a, it's a thing, you know, they're yeah. growing, they're growing, they're hatching, if you will. Oh, um, right. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's pretty incredible to watch, you know, the miracle of life. Um, oh, but and dude, I forgot to mention, uh, I won a poster last night. So they oh, did. really? Yeah, they did this like Willy Wonka golden ticket style, like we hid something and I was on the way to the bathroom. I saw this little eggy logo. And like, I don't fucking Where was know it? what it is. It was like, you know, the bathroom sign, you go to the top of the stairs at Brooklyn Bowl. There's like a finger pointing like this way. Yeah. It was like sitting yeah. right on top of that. And I was like, what? Is-? And I like took it off. I'm like, oh, it's removable. It's like an envelope. Free yeah. poster, dude. It was Interesting. Awesome. Wow. Nice. nice. And that's that James Flames design. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's it's a very cool. It's a very cool print. One of my favorite artists right now, too, especially with the, like, obviously his goose work, like, there's that we got to have him on. I I want to ask him like, there's some story going on in those goose posters. Like they're all connected. It's very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. yeah. When we do, we do, we do have elevated discussions about art on this podcast a lot as well. So oh, yeah. you know, it's a perfect, perfect place for him. Also a reminder <laughs> to our listeners, touch a lot of stuff at the bathroom. You never know. You might find us. Take everything off the walls. Yeah. Yeah. You never everything, know what you can win. See everything, be everywhere, you know, in the That's bathroom. It. So yeah, yeah. yeah, go for it. There we go. Um, yeah. I can't wait. I just uh, threw my hand down under the urinal cake. <laughs> no, oh man. Anyway. Got six oh, months free of free friend. bowling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, man. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to get back. Um, yeah, I mean, we have been we have been out on the town. Um, we are going to be out on the town this weekend. We're going to be out next week um, at Fish, uh, but but we're doing stuff tonight too, right, Joey? You got to catch a train. Where are you headed? Uh, so by tonight, you mean last Saturday? Uh, yeah, I'm going to Dogs in a Pile at Asbury because tonight is night one of Fish. Remember, time right? Works. Tonight is, but Ooh. yeah. But tricky, yeah, last Saturday, tricky, tricky. I'm guessing Dogs in a Pile crushed at Stone Pony. I imagine <laughs> they played their new fast version of Little Things that we've been calling Quicker Things. Uh, and, you know, if they didn't, then that's their fault. Yeah, yep. great, great venue for them to be headlining a show at, though, too. And it's like a hometown show, like you had mentioned before. And uh, it's too bad yeah. Goose, didn't, Goose never got to play that show there. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Which you said a bummer because I thought Rick was going to throw the autotune on and cover Pony by Genuine. Oh, <laughs> my pony. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, right. Rick I'm could do that. <laughs> How big is the outdoor, outdoor stage at the Pony? Large enough to fit a thousand horse sized horses. <laughs> that's the old timey measurement yeah yes mm. that's where we go yeah uh, it's large enough to fit the 600 stone ponies <laughs> oh so you guys you guys are doing something tonight last saturday yeah, yeah, yeah out yeah. on the um, town and in the bathroom uh we'll be at gramercy uh for the special uh and I'm, right. I'm very excited for that because i Every time over the last couple of years, I'd say that I had within reach a two set with special show or headlining a special show. I was always doing something else, you know, and I was I've been dying to go catch a full show of theirs and they'll be doing a frizzle fry set also, which I did see on the stream, which I can't wait to see live. So um, I'm pretty excited to be going into the city today slash a few days ago. 
Yeah, pick, up, pick up that air mattress. <sighs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> My abandoned bed at Greg's apartment. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, another story for another day. Why don't we check out what's happening in the news? So, yeah, aside from these other bands, we did have a great conversation with another band close to the band that we don't talk about on this podcast. Oh, on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Great Blue is going to have an upcoming tour in the Northeast uh, and including one Midwest spot. So we got 517 at the Milk Boy in Philadelphia. That's already sold out. Son um, of the Milkman. Pretty wild, you know. That's pretty. Mm-hmm. That's really cool for them. Five eighteen, the Feet Lounge in Providence, Rhode Island. Um, Fetty, Fetty. I don't know how to pronounce that. Fetty. I mean, I'm American. It's, it's got to be straight, yeah. you know. It's got to be straight. Um, so five nineteen, Putnam So five nineteen, Putnam Place. Yeah, Feet Lounge just doesn't. It sounds bad, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, the Feet Lounge. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Man. Different kind of. Different <laughs> well, kind of party. I mean, they don't have an accent on it. I don't see an accent in Joey's notes. So you know, if that's if he's setting me up for this, we'll, we'll talk. I later. couldn't find that hot key now. Oh my god, it's like all one five six. Come on, Joey, you're saying. Um, so five nineteen, Putnam Place. Uh, I do love this little venue. It's in Saratoga Springs, uh, New York. So I'll definitely, that's the show I'm going to be trying to hit up. It's not too far. Nice drive up the Taconic. (laughs) What's Uh, the week is that? uh, That's on Thursday, I believe, 519. So 517 Philly is a Tuesday. 518 is a Wednesday in Providence. 519 in Saratoga. And then um, 521. So then they're taking a day off and a trip down to Ohio. 519 is a Thursday. It's a Thursday, but whatever, though. It doesn't matter. That's what I said. Oh. Are you trying try to fact check the fact checker here? <laughs> I don't even have, I don't even have my, my volume on. I'm just trying to lip read. <laughs> so then we got 521 at Dome Fest at Legend Valley. Um, uh, just an, just such an epic thing. I know we talk about it a lot and I always say that, but it's, it's just so great. And, I'm, and that festival looks good, to be honest. They yeah, got it's great a lineup. Really great this, lineup. Great Definitely. lineup this year. Um, and so 521 at Great Blue is going to be playing on that Saturday. So look for them there, dude. That's, I, and, and good call for anybody hitting that up at Legend Valley, too. It's going to be a fun place to see them. And then um, 522, they're going to wrap it up, wrap up the short tour in Flower City Station in Rochester, New York. So that's cool. Um, really cool that they're putting a, another little tour together. They haven't done this in a long time. Um, you know, and we talked to the guys and, and uh, they're psyched. So I'm, I'm also psyched to, to catch them at uh, Putnam Place too in May. Yeah, definitely. And like, I'm curious because like Great Blue is still pretty new to me. I think like the first time I ever heard them was their set, uh, like, like pre-show during Bingo Tour. So I was wondering like you guys obviously being in the like the goose sphere seeing all these outside projects for a long time like when was the first time you guys heard about great blue saw them like what was their role in that scene back in the day i'll let father time i'll let father time tell us (laughs) uh that's an ageist comment um that's right (laughs) so (laughs) damn right it is i don't appreciate that but uh (laughs) i mean so i heard a great blue um before i ever saw them and um i don't remember what egusmas it even was but that was the first time i actually caught great blue playing music and and really the last time i I caught them live as well because i did watch the um great blue stream for bingo tour which i did think was a great uh i think great hour of music you know great blue stream Um, yeah (laughs) and uh but you know so 
So it was some Goosemas a long time ago. I mean, I think the guys were even in um, the video for that. So Goose has been making videos a long time, which I know people are, you know, they're throwing back these music videos now. And, um, but we've just always made videos. And, and I think a bunch of the great blue guys, I think Peter and Ethan, uh, at least are in one of the old Goosemas videos. Um, so that was really the first and, and last time I saw them live, you know, so I'm looking, I was happy to see this little schedule come out. I, I, I can, I can actually hit one of the shows. So I'm looking forward to seeing them live uh, now. And this like, as they're much more <laughs> mature band now. And you can hear it with elephant proof too. I mean, these side projects are going to be pretty, pretty good. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see them. Yeah. I think yeah. like the, the first time I heard great blue, the first great blue show I saw was Probably Goosemas 2017. So that was at Factory Underground. Um, one time weekend also played. Um, but that was that was the first time I saw Great Blue. I know because I just found the poster on eBay for $88. Um, so wow. <laughs> his name is Lou from Louisville, Kentucky, um, with a 97.6% positive feedback rating. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not the best Christmas poster. Good luck, buddy. Um, but it's yeah, okay. that was first, it's, it's all okay right. Rating. $88. That's a lot. Mm. <laughs> Gotta find I think mine. Those, I um, think those posters yeah. came with the ticket, right? Like, yeah, I think, we, well, <laughs> the posters always used to come with the ticket. I mean, there was like, um, there was, there was a year where I was like, whose printer did this come out of? But either way, um, <laughs> I'm not a visual artist. That was the first time I saw them. Um, great, great set. I was most definitely sweating. Looking it forward to seeing got it. Got hot down there. It got warm in there. Yes, it did. It's that was the good. last year. Was that the last year? Goose was at Factory Underground 2017? That was it. That was yeah. it. Yeah. And then 18 was Kentucky, 19. Um, Wall Street. Wall Street. Wall Street. Yeah. yeah. 20. Um, you, can, you can hear me detail that in the recent day of show video. Yeah. Um, so, like, I guess when uh, Goose started to incorporate, like, great blue songs, did you guys recognize that right away? Did you, like, know these songs a lot? Or was it kind of like, this sounds like a Peter song or, like, had to do some research on it? Well, I I had known, I, I don't know when, and I don't know when, you know, somebody must have told me, but I, I'd known Doc Brown was a great blue song for a while. Um, yeah. And, uh I'm trying to think if if any others. Um, I think I when they. I think when I first heard Yeti, it was Goose playing it, though. And then me uh, too. Me and too. that was like right at that time. Somebody had told me, you know, it's Peter song or Great Blue song or something like that as well. Um, but yeah, no, you know, not really. And and uh, like I said, you know, I just had seen them. I knew who they were to some extent. I had only seen them at one time, and it was years ago, you know. And, and so I just. Um, it never thought to even dig in or, or, or dig into what they had played or anything like that when Peter came on and I knew I had heard he was he had been the guitarist for Great Blue and stuff. You know, that was when I just started to get a little bit more information about what songs were Peter's and 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 what songs were Great Blue's, you know. Word. So we don't really remember, but we are very or no. As yeah. usual, uh, Joey asks us these <laughs> things just to set up, you know, <laughs> no, no, another hard thing question from Joey Parisi. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad sorry. we could dance around our lack of memory. Uh, um, <laughs> he could have just put the answers in the notes and given, you know, made it easy for us. But no. uh, I'm sorry. Yes, find yeah, out more a- at the Feet Lounge. Um, so, should <laughs> be an accent. Want- <laughs> should be an accent. One of these. Uh, anyway, let's let's <laughs> let's hear a little bit from our sponsors, and then let's talk to Great Blue to set the record straight. 
Okay. Today we are joined by Peter Ansbach, Seth Zucker, Nick Hanna, and Ethan Michael, also known as Great Blue. Great Blue is back, hitting the road this spring for a whole bunch of shows, um, coming to a town near you and hitting up Dome Fest with their good friends, Pigeons Playing Ping Pong. Welcome, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Great beyond. So um, (laughs) just check the calendar and it would seem to be we're approaching the 10 year anniversary of your first show. Tell us a little bit about that. Correct. Uh, (laughs) Well, Great Blue as a as a band name started 10 years ago. Um, Once Nick, Seth and I were all in college, um, we came back, I think, at like Thanksgiving break. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nick brought some like sweet, dank purple weed with him. Oh, back from perps. Nice, and, Eddie. uh, we all jammed in my basement and we played Teakwood Betts and Harry Hood. And I think at that moment, we kind of decided that we wanted to take it, like be a band and take it more seriously. Um, and that was kind of the, the beginning of the band. And then a few months later, we were all back for spring break. Um, and we scheduled two shows. Well, we really scheduled one show, but then the night before we all got back for break, so we had the, like a last minute offer to play a show at Heirloom Arts Theater, which is in Danbury, Connecticut. I don't know if it's still there, but um, oh, man. actually ended up being a, a very yeah, formative show for us. Uh, we met who would then be our, our future singer at one point, Sam Kessler, um, and his band Balcony. And, uh, but yeah, we played a show there and uh, then we played a show a week later at the the space. Oh, wait. Yeah. The space in Hamden. Space. Hamden. Yeah. yeah. Treadwell Street. Those were the first two great blue shows 10 years ago um, from like March. Yeah. Pretty wild. Sweet. Uh, nice. Yeah. So, it looks like um, this heirloom arts theater was actually closed following a raid in 2012. <laughs> so that's. <laughs> Pretty badass. It was a nice place that you played out there. Good first show for sure. <laughs> One of the last shows at Airlines. They raided the, the theater shortly thereafter. They were like, "Where's that purple weed at? Where's that purple weed?" <laughs> Looking for purple weed and soundboards. Um, so, I mean, it's interesting. Not too many people who are hometown friends start bands after they depart town. Um, so what, like, what's been, what are some of the bigger challenges you guys have encountered in keeping this whole thing running? Um, and what are you excited about in hitting the road again? Seth. Uh, yeah, I mean, (laughs) one of the challenges obviously of, uh, being separated between, uh, Ethan living in Colorado, Pete with an extensive tour schedule with goose, um, just making the time to chat and, uh, and just see each other in person, whether it's practicing or just conversing in general about upcoming ideas. Uh, lately we've been trying to do more digital collaborations for new music. So, uh, you know, recording parts on our own, sending them back and forth with one another and, uh, layering in our ideas, uh, that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's what we've been doing going forward. I'm super excited for this tour, man. I've been looking forward to it since, you know, since we first decided to do it. So, um, yeah, I'm extremely pumped. It's going to be great. Yeah. That seems to be like how band, a lot of bands at least are like getting their music out now is piece by piece doing it remotely that, you know, 
I'm sure the pandemic had something to do with it, but uh, I don't know. It's kind of cool that bands are now able to do it that way. But I mean, you guys must miss. Sorry, let me get my cat out of fucking way. Dude, all these cats, man. Everybody's gonna get rid of these cats. Cats are always invading our our episodes here. You have a thirst for fame. (laughs) But all right, Bruce, go ahead. Ask a different question. Oh, now you're gonna hand it off to me. Well, one of the things that I was interested in, um, you know, was maybe and maybe Ethan can take this one because you and Peter played together in a variety of ways for a long time. And I, I love the side project fashion. I think it's hilarious. Um, but you guys have some cool, cool stuff there too. But with Great Blue, I've always been kind of confused as to who's been in the band. Because uh, it seems like you guys have played with a lot of different people, even on, on under the moniker of Great Blue, and including Jeff Angbord. I got to shout him out. He's thirsty for fame right now. Um, but so, <laughs> like yeah. Cats, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Angbord is real, everybody. He is real. He Jeff is, is real. real He's having an I existential know. crisis to me at Dunville's watching watching <laughs> Jeff that night. Like people don't think I'm real. I don't even know anymore. It's like okay, it's okay. Um, well, Jeff, is, Jeff is really an idea when it boils down. <laughs> Jeff is an idea. He's the realest idea, the most profound idea there is. And, um, you know, we're just happy to be looped into his his gravitational pull. You know, for he's sure. a pretty big deal. <laughs> but, but so, Ethan, so how did you guys, like, end up forming as this um, this four? Or were, was this the original four with Nick and Seth and Peter? And, and you know, how did that all kind uh, of transcend the original over the years? Three, the original three is Peter, Nick, and Seth. And oh, okay. I always say this is like I was a fan first and I'm still a fan first, like the first album Rewind. And there's this other album they made when I was in high school, Dreamer vs. Creator. Like I was really big fans of those. And I listened to those all the time in high school, just walking around the halls. And I was in another band because I'm four years younger than them. So I was in another band and we played at our teen center. We played Tweezer Reprise as one (laughs) does when you discover fish. (laughs) <laughs> and, um, nobody in my band liked fish which you know their loss i suppose <laughs> and um peter and nick or peter and seth it was one of you both of you were there two of the three of you were there but i'd heard of peter from you know someone in my band or something and i was like oh hey i know you you like fish and he was like i love fish you guys played Tweezer Reprise. And that's kind of how <laughs> boom, boom, boom. and I met. And um, so then we just kind of kept in touch. And we didn't really jam all that much together. But at some point after like seeing fish shows and whatnot, um, I just went to a practice and played with them. And then I was the light guy for a little while. Oh. And the way that I actually ended up joining the band was the first Colorado tour. Um, I was, you know, not supposed to be on it. I was just out here going to school at the University of Denver. I was a freshman and it turned out like a month before something that Seth couldn't go. So then they asked me if I could play bass and I was like, uh, okay, I'll do my best. So they came out here and I filled the role of Seth for that tour. And that's basically how I, joined the band but then you know we all went back to connecticut for the summer well i did after that year of school and um seth you know played the bass again and i guess that my services were still needed in some respects so then i played percussion (laughs) there's a sick sick video of um us four as well as sam kessler 
we're playing like Riders on the Storm back mm-hmm. in like 2015, and I'm playing percussion. That's a really that was a really fun tour, um, just all yeah. around. So I think that was the biggest tour, was the five of us. So then it kind of became like, well, who is available, you yeah. know, to participate? And I don't exactly know how Jeff got involved. I just know that I came back once and there was this guy, Jeff. And I was like, hey, well, this guy's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it. And so we did a tour that was just me, Pete, and Nick, because Seth was finishing up school. Mm. But, um, you know, Seth was dearly missed. And this is actually going to be the first tour that the four of us will be doing like together. It's always kind of been like one time we had Jeff, another time we didn't have Jeff. One time Seth wasn't there. And then like I wasn't there, you know, for the whole beginning of the band. But I think this is really the creme de la creme of lineups, if you will. <laughs> All right, nice. Oh, yeah, nice. I agree. Well, you know, one thing I wanted to ask, so we got Nick on here. I think he's in the darkness. Um, hey, can you, I don't know if you guys can yeah, hear we, me, but yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. We can hear you. Um, but you know, one of the things too. Noise. <laughs> oh well okay perfect as long as we're getting the chair noise on the episode because that's what people you like go. you know um but <laughs> Who uh, <is> that? <laughs> ethan had mentioned doing lights you know and then playing percussion and, and taking seth's role and um i know peter happens to play a few instruments he does some a bunch of stuff i can i don't know i can't a couple yeah. yeah yeah There's so and it sounds like, like does too so nick like you know have you always just if is it always been drums for you or did you start off doing something else or any other instruments you actually, play for other bands well um the first instrument i actually played was the saxophone and you know in the oh, hell yeah wind, wind ensemble and like you know middle school and high school nice and then what happened was I wasn't that great at saxophone. I was okay, but there was a lot of a lot of us, so I had to switch to a French horn because there were no French horn players, and that's how that's how I got into you know the AP music class. You know, yeah, French horn is deep, but French horn goes deep. Dude. So I did that for like <laughs> did that for two years, and that that was it's probably one of the hardest instruments you could ever try to learn, let alone coming from saxophone. Not to say saxophone is easy, but there's a lot of keys, like a, you know. Whereas this French horn trumpet, you only have three keys and like it's a lot, it's a lot of work. So um, <laughs> from there, I basically, I decided to go the complete opposite direction after French horn. I just picked up the drums <laughs> and uh, <laughs> from there, it's, it's been much more of my, you know, ballpark of what I like to do. Uh, it's but, a unique um, musical path through those instruments. But, uh, <laughs> I still like to bring like the horn, the whole like idea of horn parts and, uh, you know other instruments into drumming and you know vice versa so very was cool there like a, def- was there like a specific drummer or like a band that made you make that switch or was it just like a curiosity for the instrument actually it was uh you guys know like guitar hero and like rock band and those those games yeah oh, yeah we're not that we're not that old yeah <laughs> yeah so like we played we would like play guitar hero and that's fun because there's like good songs on there you know it's a good time and that's not it's not like you're playing music, but then rock band came out and they had a drum set. And that kind of actually was more that like kind of was what made me visualize drumming in terms of rhythm. Like interesting. Just the way to see notes scrolling down on a on like a sheet. I don't yeah. know. It was just a different way to read music read music yeah. rhythmically. So I wanted to get a real drum set and uh basically just listen to music and play along to it and kind of yeah. visualize those like you know notes coming down in my head and that's kind of like how i learned 
drums, but I did take lessons too. I have an amazing uh, neighbor named Chris Johnson, who was actually an instructor at Wilton High School. Yeah, Chris, and, I grew uh, up. I grew up with Chris. Yeah, yeah, he's I, my I neighbor. Still, he's still running to him sometimes. Yeah, I, he's great. I'm so lucky to be able to take lessons from him and just walk yeah, he's a house. fantastic drummer, man. Definitely, yeah. That's and awesome. with him, I basically he he asked the same question you asked, like what what drummers do you like? And I would say, hey, I told him Chad Smith from uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, and we learned a couple Red Hot Chili Peppers songs, and then I told him uh, a few other bands. But then he taught me about like Leave on Helm from the band, and how uh, you know melodic drumming can come into play with like you know how singing and drums is basically the same you know the drum parts are, are playing the, the vocal pattern so and, yeah. and really good yeah. a lot of good music so interesting and yet impossible yeah. to do at the same time somehow yeah. some bands so it's yeah it's like a like a helicopter pilot you know <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so maybe a large uh, helicopter pilot contingent that this will certainly resonate with shout out to our <laughs> copter guys um Peter, so yeah. we this the other band you're in that we occasionally mention on this podcast. Um, people may know some great blue tunes uh, exist kind of across catalogs, but what can can people expect at a great blue show that they might not hear from you on Goose Tour? Well, I think a lot more great blue songs. <laughs> um, oh, that's a surprise. But, uh, <laughs> no, really? I, I think also like I, I will be playing more guitar and um, there's definitely more guitar involved, but we'll have some we'll have some keyboards going on a little bit. Um, and I think great blue is definitely more of a rock, uh, straight rock and roll type of band. Um, and that is like out of kind of kind of in our blood, like similar to Nick, like Seth and I, we started playing like guitar and bass via the video game Guitar Hero back in middle school. <laughs> and that was kind of how we wanted to be in a band. And we were doing that with our other friend, Ryan. And that was just like a we, we like made up a fake band. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we were we were just big fans of the Chili Peppers. And that's kind of like. I feel like there was a there was a very strong that's like the heart of the of like Seth and I our musical path um that we started together back in like middle school even before I knew Nick um and then it's funny to hear that Nick mentioned Chad Smith because it's yeah. like yeah we all kind of had that same vein of music um the original so yeah, Chad. yeah like <laughs> fast funk and fast Hell funk yeah. and rock and uh you know great blue shows have crazy energy you're gonna you're gonna see ethan michael do crazy tricks and flips and uh i'm sure he's he's already said that he's learned new moves to, uh, to break out on stage so oh nice um, yeah let's look out Mark, you guys thought pete with the wireless like you know running up on like on a piano was cool just just wait <laughs> i'm actually always scared for him and he just you know gonna I'm thinking, oh, he's gonna fall off that piano you know <laughs> hurt his ankle so i'm always yeah. worried no but um that's no and that's cool one thing i will mention is i saw the chili peppers like uh right after my 20th birthday uh not that many years ago and i it was still to this day one of the best shows i've ever seen so i'm an msg and um it was fabulous and i honestly thought they were recording a greatest hits live or something with the songs that they were playing and uh it was great song a great show and great energy like you mentioned yeah. seth i know um to get back to your tour a little bit like i know you were saying how excited you are about finally getting on this tour and yeah. i think a lot of people are pretty excited about seeing you guys actually run through a small tour and um you know i know that your first show is sold out 
in Philadelphia, I believe, too, at the moment. Yes, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm interested. And plus, you know, looking at the Dome Fest lineup, to be honest, it looks pretty sick. Um, and that looks like it's going to be a really fun festival. And you guys are playing on that Saturday. But with a lot of cool things you got going on, what, do you, what, do you, what are you most looking forward to on this tour? Oh, uh, for me, well, one, just playing with like these three other guys. I mean, I I just love having the experience of being on stage with them hanging out like in the green room in the van you know going show to show there's just such a like a camaraderie between the four of us like just this like love for one another and love for the music and just all that passion just you know it, it, it's great to be around um i'm also really excited to see people that i haven't seen in a while you know while we're on tour you know coming to the shows or you know maybe beforehand so uh yeah i mean it's just gonna be a great time um i'm i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to have a light guy to too. too oh like yeah first time in a while oh really yeah. yes that's also true we're gonna have a, a lighting director on tour with us um so can we say who's coming that? with you can we say who that is oh yeah it's aj aj, AJ masaccio yeah oh it's aj oh right huh? buffalo's cool. finest yeah yes, and he's sir. been crushing uh he's been getting a lot of good gigs lately that's gonna be cool yeah yeah we're Man. stoked to have him on board it's gonna be oh, amazing yeah. so i went to aj's parents house and like checked out his light rig in the basement i was in buffalo for a wedding but we'll tell that story on another episode <laughs> um but i just want to say his formative you know years as a light guy has let him here and i'm very proud of him sounds like a fast as are his parents yes <laughs> fascinating story <laughs> i'm pretty stoked to break out my atlas you got yeah, yeah. Ethan is our uh, the return of the atlas of the tour. So you just use straight up maps. You <laughs> I'm know all about the scenic way. He's guys. all about you know, learning the roads. And we're gonna the learn routes. the roads. We're gonna take the long way. There's no. You're, you're gonna learn the roads between <laughs> the tri-state area and Rhode Island. <laughs> Very complex. Very complex. It's gonna be crazy. Tons that trip to Rochester sites. will be. Yeah, Rochester will be. Yeah, um, that'll be fun. Where so you know what? Again, uh, Greg, do you have something to ask? I was I'm just going to say like... you guys should try driving backwards. It's the, maybe for the next tour. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, you know what? I do want to ask who designed that new logo for you guys. Um, oh, um, pseudo dudo. Our, oh, our buddy oh, Riley. Right. Okay, cool. I can see that. I guess a little bit. Yeah, yeah we're gonna have some cool merch on the tour. Um, yeah. Are you getting uh, the merch delivered? Where? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, we're, we're, it's going to Seth's house. <laughs> uh, it's coming to me. You're uh, not getting it yet. You got to lock up those boxes. Some, like, there's going to be some sweet tie-dye action, uh, courtesy of Seth's girlfriend, Jess. Um, nice. And we're going to do that ourselves, which will be fun. So let's go for that. I yeah, think the old merch is still in Bruce's uh, car. Yeah, yeah, Bruce has got it. Yep, yeah. he's been paddling yeah, them exactly. on the sold some on lot already. There's very little left, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, all small. So, um, there's been a lot of great blue music that's, of course, made the way its way into Goose's catalog, and there's a lot to be excited about with hitting the road. But can we expect you guys to maybe put anything out studio wise? Yeah, um, I mean, we've we've been like, I guess we've got a couple new songs um that we're excited to play together um and probably like 
while also just playing them together record them um that's kind of like classic great blue style so um yeah I, I i would expect something potentially to come out if we're lucky <laughs> Right. You heard it here first. Folks. A lot of confidence Maybe. behind that statement. <laughs> I think you guys probably have your own side projects and everything playing with different people, but specifically, I guess for Peter, like obviously in the jam scene, there are side projects that a lot of people have solo acts, you know, right. we have the pseudo Ray below elephant proof, all that. And obviously great blue. Like, is it a sanity thing to play these side projects? Like not just have these like, you know, the one project that keeps you going or like, is it just purely out of the desire to play with as many people as possible to have these side projects? For me, it's like, these are the guys that I learned how to be a musician with. So I mean, if you think about that and like, still having a relationship with them, like, and still loving to play with them and like, we're all still friends. It's like, it's just so natural to return to that. And play shows together and play together. Like, it's just, it's always going to feel like, you know, like how it felt back in the basement, you know, and that is just a feeling that is just, I don't know, you have to hold on to that because you don't get too many of those opportunities. So for me, it's not really like, I guess, um, I, I don't really need like an escape from goose. I just, I just love the, um, love having this as well as part of my life. Um, and uh yeah i'm grateful that they want to play and everybody wants to play and you know that we can do things like go on a small tour together like that's that's a beautiful thing so lucky that we're all here and healthy and um stoked to do it nice man. yeah it's yeah. cool to like hold on to that and like it seems like the that was the dream in the beginning to be able to tour across the country and exactly you know, to do this yeah exactly i mean the, the we're so fortunate to be hyped on it too yeah. So, Nick, if Great Blue ever covered a goose song, what would it be? <laughs> what would it be? <laughs> then you can't say butter rum because that's appropriation. Yeah, no, that's dangerous territory. Literally, my choice. No, I think uh, I think it might happen, right? Right. Other three. No. Right. Ooh, yeah, might yeah. Not. Oh, we'll all right. I'm gonna pass it off. I'm gonna pass it off to them. That's how you drop. I'm pretty sure. Well, can I say I don't? Do I? Do I, are we, <laughs> no, no, no. Give it a it'll, surprise. It'll be on the album. Well, we talk, well, can I say we talked about it? Like we, yeah, talked we about did. It. Well, you can so, say you yeah. talked about it. I think people will realize that now. But here's the thing. The here's best. the thing. Like we have so many. I don't think. I mean, we have so many songs. Like we have. Right. You and can, like you guys say, do have a big catalog. I guess. Yeah. Well, well, the thing is, like when we say song, I'm like I'm talking about like ideas for songs but including like the finished ones that are on like itunes spotify yada yada all that shit but like the official songs there's a lot of those like album wise but there's also a lot of like just ideas of songs that are just like constantly growing and they're like the living things that are like going through life with us you know what i mean so yeah i don't know it's hard it's hard to really say like we're gonna do something and then we all we all have other ideas that we come back to and it's hard to keep track of you know co like covering songs is always fun but we have all these original ideas that we want to get out as well so. right right of course yeah well, which is all it's just a fun puzzle to put together at the end of the day. yeah that's what it is kind of like, like a long guess, musical like, history oh sorry go ahead ethan <laughs> i was just gonna say kind of like how goose plays you know so ready in two or three different ways right that 
you know, that's like remix. Yeah, they like remix your own song. Well. Right. We have we can play Doc Brown like five different ways if we want. Right. So nice. that's kind yeah. of one reason why we might play it so much. Is I would like to hear to Doc Brown in a couple different ways now that you're mentioning it, to be honest. Yeah, we'll play the country Doc Brown. <laughs> oh, dude, let's go. Let's go. Pop country Doc Brown is what I want. All the home. <laughs> Yeah, there's um, a real there's a real big fish uh live song where they play the same song like in a row maybe eight or nine times in different genres i know that i know yeah is that, i guess the that. bourbon rhythm or whatever yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's a, a great recording <laughs> yeah dude that live album's great yeah. um so i like this line of questioning so so ethan if you got if you were gonna pick a goose song to cover would it be a peter <laughs> song or would it be a rick song let's get into the or a trevor the drama song. here oh shit or a trevor oh, song or the one, the one trevor i'm song. gonna pick i'm gonna pick that song that trevor wrote that we played that one time what was it called oh, tractor big was way like, <laughs> Big wheel, big, big rig was big definitely rig, a Trevor dude. song. Big rig, a, it's a <laughs> hit. It's a fucking hit. Let me tell you. Oh my I'm god, a great song. It's Holy crazy. shit! That's well, I'm gonna great. have to, I'm gonna have to pester Trevor to get that into the goose rotation for sure. I need to hear I don't this know where song. That song is now, but <laughs> I, I have a recording of it. I think we were playing it with Jeff Enboy actually. So it's oh, yeah, it's like a Trevor oh, Jeff Enboy duo duo thing. It's actually crazy. Wow, that is the most abstract combination of of people slash ideas that I can think of. Oh yeah, no, I mean, you put Trevor and Jeff in a room together, you're gonna really get some some art. Yeah, oh, for sure, it's gonna be just art. The existence of those two together is gonna be a, a cosmic explosion. Yeah, I have two existence. There's also yeah. there's the video evidence of Trevor playing with Great Blue on YouTube, and he definitely played a few Great Blue gigs here and there. Yeah. There were some times where uh, I just wasn't available to show up, you know, for various reasons. I know uh, one of them was uh, the Grateful Gathering that our yeah. buddy Ryan Rogers used to throw up in uh, East Haddam, Connecticut, right at on. one of his buddies' houses. And uh, yeah, that video is on YouTube if you want to see Trevor play bass with Great Blue. Check it out. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> and Peter, my, my favorite trivia question, your first appearance with Goose was a Great Blue goose show right down right. in the carolinas Trevor right. had to use the bathroom peter played bass in arcadia everyone knows the story um but yeah <laughs> cool little piece of history there um well i mean did trevor wash his hands <laughs> never, does. never does don't you know um all right let's wrap here um <laughs> in case anyone else has any more questions i don't want to get too deep into trevor's bathroom habits we did have a, an episode around that oh <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, um, we, okay. <laughs> we're gonna also cut that. Um, <laughs> Great blue hitting the road this May. We're excited to see you guys out there. Show up a whole lot of surprises in store. Maybe even some acrobatics. Thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks Thank guys. You great, great talk, now. Like and have Thank a good tour. For for sure. Yeah, can't wait to catch you guys out there. We want to once again thank our guests, Gray Blue, for coming on the greatest, bluest guests we've ever really had. Looking forward to seeing them out on tour, and we'll see all you out there. 
Uh, and we've got some dates coming up next weekend in the Southeast that we'll be breaking down our Goose Day Tuesday nighttime editions. So be sure to join us live Tuesday nights at 7 p.m., give or take, uh, for those who late. <laughs> I tend to be late. 704. Yeah. Time's a construct. We have a problem with time. At the great <laughs> we know this. <laughs> Great Beyond is presented by Osiris Media and engineered by Greg Knight from his apartment in Brooklyn, New York. On behalf of my co-host, I'd once again like to thank the Great Blue guys for coming on today, our manager, Kathleen Knight, and most of all, you, the listeners, for tuning in. Be sure to catch your ride with us next time down the pathway to the Great Beyond. Osiris.